This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Hey, what do you say we do a podcast? Al Duke's not here. He's uh, in Atlantic City. I guess by now he's probably home. Uh, but he didn't come in today, so instead, sitting in his place and honor is the great Robert Dwyer Dukes. What's up, Bob? Hi, Jerry. How are you? Last I'm name good. is not Dukes. It's not? No. All right, well, we roll with that. Anyway, how are we doing? Good? Everything nice is well. Yeah, very Father's nice. Father's Day? Father's Day was terrific. Father's Day, terrific. It was not so terrific for us. No, we, no. We had a championship. Baseball? So uh-huh. here we go. We had a championship baseball game uh, at 11 o'clock, and we had it all set up. I uh, talked to, well, two of the other dads on the team. If we won, we were going to bring the kids over to my house for a big, you know, championship party. party. And so I did not go down and do anything with the family because of this, which I really thought we were going to win. Touching the money. But I was smart. Well, yes and no. I was smart because I did not tell anybody we were going to do it. A, I figured it's Father's Day. I don't want to put put anybody in a bad spot and ruin their plans if by chance we lost. What do you and mean you two, didn't tell? Who didn't you tell? The other fathers? Anybody. Oh, okay. It was so you were going to just two other dads that had this idea. Gotcha. One that I coach with, and another who I'm friends with. And it was kind of like, hey, want to do something for them if they win? Because we've won a couple of tournaments. We've never won a league though. Yeah. So we're like, you know, want to take them to the track? That could be fun. I'm like, no. I'm like, why don't we just come to my house? They can go in the pool. Oh, great idea. If you don't mind, no, I don't mind. So we didn't say anything. We kind of shored up those details on Friday, and so. I'm contemplating Sunday morning. Do I tell everybody? May, do I walk around? I'm like, nah, let's see how the game goes. Long story short, the game was a out-and-out disaster. The game was over in the first inning. I felt foolish even thinking about a pool party. Really? So I still did it, but I scaled it back to just, uh, a, just a few people, the ones that knew. Uh, and I just, we didn't do it. And so uh, I didn't see my dad, so I'll, we'll go out with him this week. But disastrous uh, Sunday for sure. But, you know, what are you going to do? These things happen. Yeah, yeah. I had a nice Sunday. Watched a movie. Then my wife went out with my daughter and my youngest son, so my other son and I went in the hot tub, and that was that. All right, then. I'm <laughs> glad you had a great Sunday. That was it. I thought you were going to end it that my wife went out and left you alone. <laughs> no. Nah, well, she, you know what? If I can knock my wife, she's, you know, I sleep in on Saturdays. Right. She sleeps in on Sundays. What does it mean, sleep in? Just not have to wake up at 6 like, in the morning time? with the kids. So it depends what time the kids wake up. You know, the, the baby, you know, he's almost two, but he wakes up and that's it. He's ready to go. No, I so. get that. But I'm like, if you sleep in, because I can't sleep. Oh, oh if, if I'm sleeping in, you know, maybe 8.30, 9 o'clock. Oh, so you're not you sleeping until noon. 
No, no, no. Till like nine o'clock. So the the uh, youngest was sleeping with us, and then he woke up around seven, and I thought, all right. And my wife says, Bradley, do you want to put the TV on? I was like, what? Put the TV on? That's not part of the plan. Like when she sleeps in, I take the kids out in the other right. room, and so then uh, the TV goes on. The next thing you know, Chase is in the room, jumping on me as he always does. So then my wife didn't. I finally was like, "All right, I, I guess I'm getting up." And I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled, but I wasn't mad. And she couldn't believe. It. She's like, "Why are you getting up? I thought you were going to sleep in." I said, "So did I, but, but you put the TV on. And yeah. How am I sleeping in? So I didn't get to sleep in. But all right, well, again, these things happen. Yes, they do. Saturday night, and this is really all about me, I guess, at this point. I'm sorry, uh, but this is for you too because you like the music. So oh yeah, Saturday the concert. Night, we got um, tickets to see, and I hadn't been to the Art Center in Homedale, New Jersey, since I think. It's funny because Kim and I were talking about this while she was still lucid, uh, walking up <laughs> to, to the concert, uh, like the last time we were there, which I think I was 22 or wow. 23. Yeah. So it's 20 plus years. And they really did it up nice. Place is pretty cool, actually. Um, and so we went to see, it was billed as Live in Bush with Our Lady Peace. So I'm like, all right. I'm like, I know a couple, like Our Lady Peace, right? Clumsy. Yeah, I was going right. to say, I'm sure I'd know Superman's a few of the songs. Dead. Okay. Is that right? I didn't, I'm terrible with the names of After songs. After that, you're like, what so is So we didn't rush to get in for Our Lady Peace. And it said, this I didn't like. They said parking lots open an hour before the show, which the show starts at seven. Now, I didn't buy that, but I'm like, all right, six o'clock, no way. So we got there for 5 30. Wasn't open? Place is packed. Oh, yeah. I was they, say. An hour before. What do you mean the lots open up an hour before? You're going to be tailgating all day. open up an hour yeah. before. So, right. Now, it was a Saturday was a mess anyway. We literally left as early as we could have. But anyway, that that bothered me. Then they say the show starts at 7. I, I haven't been to the Art Center in a long time, but I've been to a lot of concerts, as have you. If you saw a billing of two pretty well-known bands in their genre, like yeah. I think Live and Bush are, an hour lady piece, they're okay. And that's the way it was billed. What would you have thought the timing of that concert would have been? I'd say our lady piece off the stage by 8. Okay, so seven to eight. Yeah. That's fair. Then. Eight, you know, around there, but give or take, I, I about agreed. an hour. Yeah. And then what time do you think Bush would have come on? Oh, then you got to do the stupid uh, right. change. Yeah, break the whole over. thing down. Which they should just, they should get these, these, they should use a lot of the same stuff, but okay. But what time do you think Bush would and have Bush started? isn't getting on the stage till quarter to nine at the earliest. I completely agree. And then live would have gone on when? Probably not till like, what? 11? Okay. On, going on at 11. First of all, I again, I said, and if by the way, guys, if you're listening to this and you listen to the warm-up show, which is coming up next, I kind of mentioned the, <laughs> the order of the concert, so you can fast forward to that part, sorry. Um, I was really surprised Bush wasn't the headliner, live was. All good, okay. that's fine. So I'm thinking if Our Lady Peace actually does go on at 7, there's no way they're off before 8 o'clock. No. And I thought, like you, there's no chance Bush goes on before quarter to 9. We start walking up at 8.30. Bush was like halfway done. Get out of here. So as we're walking up, I'm like, Maybe they did that... use some of the same equipment. Yeah, like I'm uh. hearing music as we're getting closer. I'm like, God, that sounds like the uh. songs from Razorblade Suitcase. And my buddy's like, ah, it's 8.30. There's no way. Yeah, By the time we get know. to the seats, we got there in time to hear two songs. And we're done. Oh, wow. That's shocking. Done. We were out. I would say we were. What time did live come on? 20 minutes after they were wow. finished. Oh, so they they turned efficient. that stage nah. over so quick. I would say we were, and a lot of people left after Bush was done. I would say we left, and when everything was finished, 
10.40. Wow. Wow, that's not bad at all. Three three shows. 10.45, maybe? Three and a half maybe, hour yeah, maybe, concert, maybe, maybe four it was, hour concert. It was, it was before 11. Wow. That's which surprising. blew me away. And the music was great. Like, it could have been 1996. You would not have realized. I saw, I took my wife when we first started dating <laughs> back in 1994. I took her to see uh, the Toadies mm-hmm. were opening. Like you said, opening and closing. They were, uh, well, headlining. Opening for Bush. Right. And we went, you know, we knew Bush. I loved the Toadies, though. And I loved them even more after. They were unbelievable in concert. That was at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Back when we used to go to concerts. Yeah. I don't, I don't go to many you. anymore. Although no. now with my son being 14 or 15. You start getting into that groove. Well, yeah, it's also, he watches, you know, you don't need a sitter anymore. Oh, for us to go out uh, oh yeah, yeah. As long as he doesn't have plans, which now it's an alternating calendar. Uh, do you have plans next Saturday? I don't yet. Okay, good. We're going out. We're You're going home. here, so you have to like, tell Holy him. cow. Wow. We, we just had a week. He was out every night because they graduated, eighth grade. Yeah. Parties every day and every night. Yeah, which yeah. My cool. daughter's out in the neighborhood. She's going into seventh grade. She's out in the neighborhood a lot, which is nice. Yeah. You know? And then there are some close friends that we can drive to. But yeah, it is funny when they're just like yesterday. I was home with my son all day, and <laughs> we're home for a couple hours together. And all of a sudden, he's sitting on the couch, like Isabella. I'm like, dude, she hasn't been home. Like, she left two hours ago. Right. Not funny. even aware. Not even realizing it. Yeah, That's it's actually kind of funny. So yeah, so it was fun. We actually had a good time. And they had. Um, I started to say it, and then the warm up show ended. So we're tailgating. Oh, the solo cups. Yeah, and so one of the friends we were with, he is a he's DEA, like he's yeah. he's a, he's a cop, uh, detective, everything. So he's got his badge if he needs it or whatever. So and we're also in our forties, older. Yeah, you're not there hooting so we and hollering. The, no, not at all. So we popped the trunk of the uh, of the truck, and you know we hung out. We had some drinks and some food and everything. But you got these kids walking around. Now, I remember when we used to go to the art center as a 19, 18, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, you didn't walk around with a can of beer. Yeah, you knew to keep it somewhat. You put it in a thermos yeah. or a red Solo cup. And I had a friend at the time who was a cop in town who was good friends with a couple of the troopers that always said, listen, we know what's going on. We can't Just bust everybody, but we're going to bust you if you look like an ass. Yes. So we never flaunted it like you say, nothing like that. These idiots are walking through the parking lot the other day just holding like Heineken bottles. Like and so the, the troopers, they keep circling and they're making sure they're keeping the peace. I thought they did a great job. They stop and all you hear from the one guy is like, you've got to be kidding me. They stop the, the cop car. saying that? It, yeah, it wasn't that oh. far from us. They stop the truck, gets out. The guy puts his, you know, his hands up with his shoulders up and I couldn't hear him at this point. Yeah. Grabs the beer. Pours it out, throws it in the trash, grabs the guy. The, the other kid at Foster's, like the oil can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He grabbed that, dumped <laughs> it out, <laughs> crushed it, threw it in the garbage, got back in the car, and then gave them both summonses. Wow. That was it. So these, I would say they were late teens, maybe early 20s, but they didn't have ID. They weren't 21, and they got drinking. So, do you imagine you go to a concert, you got to go home with that? With that on you. We went to years, I mean, you say, like, it used to not be that way. You used to just be able to go and have beers. And I guess it was, you know, we were in our mid-20s. My buddy's a cop. He's actually 44. He just retired as right. a detective. But sure. we were there, me and my other, you know, him and then another buddy. And as soon as we got there, my buddy was over and uh, off-duty, you know, a uni- a non-uniform cop, mm-hmm. plain clothes, comes walking over. You know, nice guy, joking around, like, hey, you know, what are you doing? And then my buddy pulled out his badge and he said, yeah, no problem. You know, just... You know, put it, don't don't flaunt it, like we said. So, so then, like, later on, my buddy's busting the cop's balls, my friend, the cop, and another guy comes over and busts him again. 
I was cleaning up the girl. My buddy's in the car. Next thing you know, they bust him again. And he had to, then, then it became a, a you know what contest because uh, they were yeah. both young cops. The one cop's like, what's going on here? And he showed his badge. And my buddy knew by the number on his badge that he was hired the class before him. So it's like, oh, but yeah. That's something. They're serious about it. And that was down in the Bronx at Yankee Stadium. And that was the first time we ever had dealt with that. We're like, what do they What do they mean? They're like, they're, yeah. they're busting people for this? Like, this is unbelievable. Yes, but, they yeah, are. New times. They are. Yeah. So, so it was fun. I actually had a really good time. Now, one other thing from that uh, before we move on. I know at all these events, the prices of things are expensive. I know that. But I went up and got. You have to know drinks. going in. That I did. You're going to spend a fortune. I did. Yeah, no. But this even blew me away a little bit. I got three drinks a vodka lemonade. Uh, you buy liquor at those places? Forget about it. It was three drinks for, th- for three people. I got a vodka lemonade. I got maybe two of those, actually. And then some drink my friend wanted 16 ounce drinks, 20 ounce, give or take. I would say they were 16 ounce. Okay. Yeah, they weren't small. Yeah, probably 16 ounce drinks, I would say. How much do you think for three drinks? Well, the way you're setting it up, I'd say at least. Like- I, because I was I was expecting $12 a drink. Yeah. I was going to say like 48 bucks. I would have taken that. Oh, boy. Huh? $21 a drink. Oh. With tax, it came out to 66, 65 three and change. Drinks. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. You know, because like you said, there. I've heard people here complain about, oh, I'm paying $3.50, you know, for an ice cream. I could buy a box in the store for four. But you're not, you don't have a freezer to store it in. Right. You're paying the three fifty. So if you want ice cream at work, yes. you, you, you know, you don't have to have ice cream at work. But if you want ice cream at work, you pay the three fifty. That you're paying for the freezer cost. For sure. But at that in that situation, that's just robbery, man. That's you know, twenty but they can, and we're sitting there like sheep doing it. Yeah. I mean, I wonder though, I mean, I guess it's all relative because you know, what are you gonna do? Even if you weren't upset about the prices, maybe you do go back and buy one more and you're still if they oh, charge reasonable. No, hey, listen, my friends bought plenty of them. <laughs> yeah. That's you know, crazy. and there's therein lies the problem. If people pay it, they keep doing it. But that's the thing too. Like I would look at it like I don't. It's not like I'm, you know, loaded. But if I'm going to a concert, like say that snare, if I'm at a concert with my wife, at that point you are. You're right. You're gonna say, Jesus, it's twenty one dollars a drink. But how often do I get to do this? Right. I'll have another one, and then once you have the second one, then it's like, well, I'll screw it. I'll have the. But that's insane. Well, that especially really when is. and I drove, so I didn't have much. I had. I had one drink before the show. I had the one drink during. That was pretty much it. Um, and That's... you walk into the show having usually, at least everybody else, yeah, a couple drinks, plenty. Yeah. So at that point, your judgment isn't yeah. all that good. And that, that was the only round I bought. And then the other ones were <gasps> like, guys, let's relax. I'm like, That's you nuts. just spent like five hundred dollars on drinks at a concert. Like, yeah. Just, and there were eight of us, so it wasn't like there were just the four of us. There were eight, but it's just. I have to say, though, I know you do. You pay. I I don't even know what you pay at these games. You know, like we took my uh, daughter to uh, a boomer actually hooked us up with tickets uh, one time for the Ranger game. Yeah. And, you know, you're paying. But at least (laughs) at least you're getting a 20 ounce beer. You know, it wasn't like a terrible. No, the cans like they give you the big cans. Check it. Oh, are they? They get special. Uh, Okay, But either way, but I'm saying like. You know, you walk away, sure, you paid a little extra, but at least I'm walking away with 20 ounces of beer where I'm not drinking, you know, 12-ounce a cup that's, you know, half of it spills. That's true. Then you're drinking a couple sips, and then you're like, what the hell did I just buy? At least, you know, you get to your seat, you got a 20-ounce beer, it's carbonated, but, yeah. Well, I know my friend bought, he got a, uh, 
he got a Miller Lite. I think it was it was fifteen dollars, but I think it was twenty four ounces. I think mean, it was huge. It may be twenty four. Yeah, they're That's big. Ridiculous. The big can. I didn't know that they actually make them water down for the stadium though. They listen. I don't know if they do anymore, but they used to the stadium beer, whatever. The, what what percentage of beer is in a normal beer? Like four percent. So it would be three. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's made. It used to be made. I heard that when uh, well, you and I went on the same place to our honeymoon years ago. I heard that they, they do did? that at those. Uh, Lucia? Yeah, St. Lucia. Yeah, we've talked about it. We the have. Same resort. We stayed at the the Sandals Resort. Really? Yep. I don't remember talking about that. Really. But by the way, speaking of that, with all these deaths on these mm. resorts. Kind of crazy, isn't it? I know. I don't. I hate to, my wife, poor wife, because I hate to travel to begin with to go anywhere ever. I love traveling, and this just helps my cause. I oh. see these these things where they harass kids in the airport with the freaking searches and that really? nonsense. Oh, it's, it's just awful. I saw a video one time. I showed my wife. I said, "Look, this is why we drive to Florida." Nonsense. Oh, Harassing kids in the airport here? I've seen it. Yeah, video. I mean, it's, it's probably like one case of it, of but course, it worked out for of my six argument. Million travelers. Yeah, I saw it and said, "Oh, can just imagine if this was my daughter, they were doing that too." Yeah, it's a weird thing because we went to the Hard Rock in the Dominican Republic last year, or no, two years ago. Last year we went to Turks and Caicos, and this year we went to the Bahamas, which was great. Yeah. And when we went to the Bahamas. The government had issued a warning that bad stuff yeah, was happening I remember in the that. Bahamas. Like, they were kidnapping the Bahamas. people, yeah. right? obviously everything's fine i loved the hard rock though like we had a blast uh, well few things have happened there uh, i don't know that i'd go back now i know it's scary that sucks it does so like where am i going now st lucia well, that's going to south florida is where i'm going yeah uh, i, go yeah, to I my guess backyard. St. Lucia. i mean you know there are other great islands you know yeah. but like st martin's great aruba you hope is fine you know, but like, there's really like a little bit of doubt now in your head. Yeah. With all this crap going on, and what these people don't realize, I don't know they're criminals, but God, you're just killing your island. Oh, I know, I know, but they don't. You're not thinking like, oh, my island. You're thinking as a they're criminal criminals. Thing, so who knows what? No, I totally get it's it. Terrible though. It's just it's deflating though and depressing because yeah, St. Louis. That was the first and actually the only <laughs> when my wife and I got married back in oh, really? what, 04. It's the only real like. Well, inclusive, all inclusive mm-hmm. vacation I ever took. What an amazing! Concept. I know people do it, but awesome. like we got there, you know, and they you go up, you meet the person, they give you, they tell that you everything, and they give you the key to your room. And we got there at an odd hour. Like I wasn't even like looking to drink, but I said to my wife, like I gotta go. I just gotta see how this works, you know. And I walked up to the bar, like no money, no ID, no nothing. nothing. No. I just walked up. I said, "Could I get a Heineken?" And they just poured me a Heineken, and I took it back to. I think I took two sips. I'm like, I just. Nothing. I didn't even pay for this, honey. Like she's right. like, well, we paid no, no, no. for it. You paid yes. for it, all right. But it was really a cool concept. I Anywhere like, you go, I've done the all inclusive in a few places. The sandals and yeah, sandals, sandals is expensive. Is, yeah, but, but they do it the right way. Meaning, maybe others do this, but the others that I've been to don't. I loved when I got there. The first thing they said to me was, "Whatever you do, put your wallet in a safe place and lock you don't it need up it. until yeah. you leave." Yeah, you there's no tipping. Tip. There's nothing. Yeah, right, that was awesome. Was great. Yeah, there's not even that awkwardness no. where they say there's no tipping, but you see guys tipping, and then you're like, "Oh shit, what am I?" Or, we're not on the air. You're fine. Okay. Uh, but, you know, you think like, oh, now I look like a jerk because yeah. this guy threw $5. Now what am I doing? Like, it's true. And where where does this end? You know, and a dollar here or two dollars. And then, but yeah, nothing. You didn't need any money at all. It was well, awesome. The place we went to in the Bahamas, you know, when we go to these all-inclusive places now, I actually ask, I'm like, yeah. what's the tipping policy? Yeah. And they were like, no. whatever you want. I'm like, uh, oh, 
Uh, like that's not what I, I want you to tell me no tipping allowed yeah because i just paid you a lot of money yeah and so it was all inclusive and they said but you don't have to you know everything's paid for us okay so the first day was fine it wasn't that busy i really didn't tip too much second day was spring break it was packed so they and got i it. realized you know what i found a girl bartender who was relatively nice because not all of them are and i gave her a 50 dollar bill and said take care i'm like i'm not tipping you every time i come up here I said, so this should be good for 10 or 11 or 12 Forever. trips. <laughs> she goes, yes, sir, you got it. But when I tell you she was uh, looking for me uh, when I started approaching that's the bar. Good. So not everybody does it, and there are advantages to doing it, but you still wish you didn't have to. We went to a wedding years and years ago down in Georgia. And you talk about different, you know, you're used to the New York yeah. wedding. And we went, it was uh, outside in shorts at the church. Okay. No, no, it wasn't. There was no church. It was at like this farm area place where they had the wedding and right. then like you went across the street was where the the reception was but there was like no barely any food like right. they brought like cheese platters or whatever and they had beers and like the same thing i tipped the guy i went to get my first beer and i gave the guy a five like i'm not thinking i'm thinking like all right i'll give him a five you know get the grease the you would have thought the same thing that i was the president dude like it was I believe it here comes our guy. Let's get. We need another bud over here, or Bud Light, whatever it was. It was like Liz is like, how much did you? I said, give the guy five dollars. But nobody right. down there tips. No one does. You know, yeah. like it's a different. It's different. And this was you know twenty years ago. But yeah, it's funny. I remember my cousin got married in California, and we brought an envelope and we gave him cash or whatever or a check, and we got there. I was like, what is all that? They go, those are the gifts. gifts. I'm like, yeah. what kind of gifts? Oh, I got him a toaster. I'm like, for real? For the wedding? <laughs> yes. He's like. Yeah, that's what they wanted. They're going like, to need one. A toaster. That's it. I'm out. I, can I get my check back and go yeah. run to Walmart and buy a toaster? Yeah. I Just know. different. And then uh -huh. we went the next day to the gift opening party. And some of these gifts weren't worth 25 bucks. Really? I'm like, why did I just give a check for $150? out of town. Because you're used to it or to yeah. whatever it was. I don't it know, is amazing. You don't realize. I mean, I think, it, I think things are catching up now, but when I was in my wedding heyday when Liz and I were going to wedding, yeah, you know, sure. five or six weddings a summer. And we had a couple, we had a couple weddings in North Carolina, like for her relatives. And it is, it's like, they were nice. Don't get me wrong, but it's just, and I think in the same breath, I think up here, it's way too over the top. There's way too much pomp and circumstance to it. But like, you think? then you go down South and you're like, kind of like, but then you turn into an a-hole because you're like, well, service could be a little better. You yeah, know? Well, <laughs> well, excuse me, that Allie's like planning her bachelorette party already. Yeah. Another one of these vacations. Uh, I know. Anyway, I got to go. Yeah, me too. All right. Uh, you have. Thank you for sitting in. Yeah, anytime. I think Al will be back tomorrow. Yes, he will. Unless he's retired. No, he's back tomorrow. All right, so you Refreshed. got that. Uh, the warm-up is coming up like now, but first, Bob will do that. I don't do that Sia thing, so Bob will do it. So All right, bye. Bye. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Hey, what do you say we get a new Underway. It's a Monday morning. Al Dukes, how you be? Al? Al's not here. Uh, Al's in Atlantic City. He'll be back tomorrow. So instead, I've got Bob and Eddie with me. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing well. Thanks, oh, good morning. Uh, good morning. So we'll start quickly with the Mets, and this is not funny. And I know the warm-up show is supposed to be all goofy and stuff, and we'll do some of that too because I was out at the PNC Bank Art Center over the weekend, a concert near and dear to Bob's uh, heart, which would be Live and Bush. 
Our Lady Peace, too, but we didn't get it in time for them. And I saw very little, but, but the live show was pretty good. Uh, met some cool people there. We'll talk about that in a second. But we'll start here because I know Eddie's a Met fan, so perhaps he can chime in or he could be a mute like he is usually. I hope he chimes in today because here's how the weekend goes. Thursday night, blow a game late. Shocker. Don't finish the game Thursday night. Come back Friday night. Continue to blow the game. Play a game Friday night. Blow a game. And so we've got, you know, uh, Edwin Diaz. We've got Jay Reese Familia. The, um, I don't know, new Armando Benitez's. You tell me, Eddie, Met fan, your whole life. What is it about this team that they can't get it right? Because I am sick to my stomach watching this team at this point. And they're, they're three games under 500, and they should be so much better but they just can't put it together. Go and they lead the league in errors. Yeah, and- which is not understood. But if you figure out a way to finish games, albeit true with the errors and defensively not great, they just can't finish anything. And even yesterday, before you finish your point, even yesterday they're playing a game. You've got Robinson Cano up. He actually does something. Early in this game, he comes up with the first and third situation and one out, and he bounces into a stupid inning-ending double play. So it's like they can't get out of their own way. It all ties in, and they lead. Uh, they've given up the most steals by, I think, like 23 more than whoever's well, in no, second. Well, no, they can't hold anybody on, which and their I catchers think, can't throw anybody out. I think out. it's the Giants, but they're still like oh. they 63, 64 stolen bases as opposed to I think the Giants have given up 40. So it all ties in. It's disgusting. And then Vargas, I mean, I'm not even going to sit here and say that you're going to be upset that Vargas is hurt, but you know what? You're kind of a little upset that now Vargas is hurt, Cindergaard's hurt. And so it just continues and continues. Vargas isn't supposed to miss continues. the start, though. I, fine. He came out of the game yesterday, and I know he gave up the home run to uh, to Goldschmidt. Fine. Fair enough. And that's the other thing. The Cardinals win a game where they had three hits. Oh. Timely hitting. Oh, God. Just sickening. And at the same time, God bless them. The Yankees, who looked terrible the first couple of games, and then the articles are being written. The Yankees are looking old and slow, and they got to figure it out. They come right back. They win two games, and they're fine. Really interesting week for, for both these teams because you've got the Yankees playing the Rays, who just refuse to go away. The Red Sox have won five in a row now. They won a game they shouldn't have won against Baltimore yesterday. And the Yankees have this week now where you've got Tampa, and then you get Houston. And for the Mets, and here's the other thing, and I heard J.J. Uh, coming in a little bit too, talking about, oh, this tough, tough stretch for the Mets, these 11 games. How about you go the other way and say, damn it, you got 16 games ahead. It's an 11-game road trip, but you got 16 tough games. Go win 10 of them. And then all of a sudden, things change as opposed to the doom and gloom. And, oh, yeah, yeah, here we go. Here comes the stretch. Season's over. And it might be. But at least let's have it happen before we're just going to write the whole thing away. Well, this this next stretch will determine whether I pay attention the rest of the year. And I think a lot of people. And I, I think even more than that, Eddie, I think these games against Atlanta will do that. Because with the way the Braves are playing, if the Mets end up now, I mean, Mickey Calloway, God love him, but we've got to get to 500. Well, you've been at 500. How about we get over 500? That's what we need to do. Um You've got the Braves. They've won 9 of 10. They've overtaken the Phillies. They destroyed them yesterday. And now you've got a team. If you are serious about doing anything uh, this season, it has to start. It just has to start tonight. And, oh, by the way, they're facing Mike Soroka, who is 7-1 with an ERA of about 2. Less than 2, actually, I believe. So, good luck with that. Who's pitching for the Mets? I'm not even sure. Uh, Wheeler's pitching. So, Whatever. He was horrific against the Yankees last week. We'll see if he can get it back a little bit. And one other thing, and I know you raise dogs, Eddie, but, Bob, you have kids, and I know your son's playing T-ball now. 
One thing is I've gone through with my older son now for 10 or 11 years coaching him and my little guy now for three or four. This whole thing with pitching does freak me out. And both my boys pitch. And every time they pitch and, and anybody, we get through a game, especially with my older son who's 14 and the kids are just monsters now. And they just hit the tar out of the ball. I don't know if you caught this over the weekend, but Sean Newcomb of the Braves gets hit in the head by a line drive off the bat of JT Real Muto. How this guy gets up is beyond me. Number two, no concussion. And number three, might make his next start. It really is incredible the force that the ball is hit with that you can get up from that and how, you know, soccer players will head a ball and end up with a concussion. Like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. But it is some scary stuff, and it's good news that he is actually okay. In our lifetime, will we see pitchers in the Little League level wearing helmets and maybe even face masks? Well, there's a couple of things. So the face masks are starting to become more and more popular. Um, I don't see it often, but you are starting to see that. And in girls softball, I think I think it's a rule. I think for most leagues, the girls wear the face masks. In the little league, because I yes. was watching the college World Series, this women's softball, no face. Mask. I'm talking about I'm talking about little league uh, baseball and softball right now, uh, youth sports for the most part. And I, I can't, I don't really remember ever seeing a girls softball game that I've passed by where the girls are not wearing the masks specifically to pitch and to hit. So I think that is something that is becoming more and more prevalent for the for the boys. There's two things I've never understood, and I know it's money. I get it. I still I don't understand why we don't play with wooden bats, but that's besides the point. Uh, and the the helmets for the pitchers, I don't know why we don't do that. I don't. It, to me, it doesn't make any sense. I guess it's probably legal. I guess I we could implement that if we wanted. I'm not sure. But it would seem like it makes the most sense. Like, I don't know why we don't defend ourselves. Yeah, I think we'll see it in our uh, I think we should. I'm, what are we waiting years. for? Someone to die on the mound, I guess? I, so really scary stuff. Uh, over the weekend. And then one other one from baseball before we move on. Padres and Rockies, 92 runs. And what are we doing? I mean, between the home runs this year that are just flying out of every ballpark and the flick of the wrist and the ball's gone. And when you see guys like Justin Verlander throwing the way he's throwing and some of these guys that have ERIs like Soroka tonight, you really you clap for them because it's impressive as hell that they can actually do uh, as well as they're doing. We'll take a break, uh, but before we do that, today's June 17th. Um, and for, I'm not going to spend much time on it and I don't know if Boomer will or not. Uh, but today Craig Carton is reporting to prison today. And I just wanted to take a second just to wish him the best. However we got here, we're here. Uh, it's been a weird year and a half in terms of that. We have obviously picked up and moved on and everything has, you know, gone well for us, but for him, his life has been turned upside down by his own fault and admission. I know he had the uh, press release the other day that the newspapers picked up on and just as a friend and someone that sat here with him for almost 10 years, just want to wish him the best and, and, you know, hope he gets out sooner rather than later. Uh, Cause certainly a, a depressing day, at least for me knowing that this day has come. So I just wanted to take a second uh, to say that as well. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to get some thoughts from Bob and Eddie on the concert I went to and some very nice people that I met that happened to love all of us, which is kind of cool. Uh, we're coming right back. Boomer NG at the top here on The Fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, here we go. <laughs> As we get you to 6 o'clock, Boomer and Geo then. 
Uh, Yankees did win yesterday. The Mets wound up losing in just brutal fashion again yesterday. Uh, both teams will play again later tonight. Uh, so we've got that. Gary Woodland won the U.S. Open yawn. Uh, by the way, here's one other thing before we move on to this concert from the other night uh, that I went to. I, I If anybody ever tells me about experience in sports again against the non-experienced, uh, you know, the, the accomplished winner, just eat it. Because you're watching this U.S. Open yesterday, and, you know, you've got Gary Woodland, who's – and this is the other thing with the golf announcer. Oh, I don't know. This is going to be a tough up and down. I don't know if he's going to make this shot. Five feet from the pin. Meantime, you got Brooks Kepka, who's won every major championship for the last three years, can't put a ball near the pin from the middle of the fairway from 115 yards out. So take and Justin Rose is a major champion. He couldn't do a damn thing yet either yesterday. So and this week we had three oh, first-time yeah, yeah. champions. What the Raptors? Three first-time champions oh, right. this week. Raptors, right, Blues, the hockey and the basketball. That was the other thing too. With the, I mean, how about Clay Thompson? I mean, we even talk about that. So anyway, they would pray two million people. Quickly, because I know we don't have a whole lot of time here. Uh, so I went to I went to the PNC Bank Art Center on Saturday night. Went and saw Our Lady Peace, which I Our Lady Peace, which I missed. But then Bush, and then uh, Live. I mean, tremendous concert. Went with um, a few friends, which was awesome. The amount of Boomer and Geo fans and Al, if you were, weren't lazy and you were here, I could tell you about them. Podcast fans that we met, listeners, dude was through the roof. Like really nice people. Took some pictures. Some were fans of Eddie from the the Steve. I swear to God, there was one guy. He's like, I listen in the morning through the Boomer and Carton now the Boomer and Geo days because of Eddie because I used to listen to Steve Summers when I was 14 years old back in 1989 or whatever it was. I don't know whether to be happy or cry. Well, it's sad because it's a long time ago now, and this guy is my age. Essentially, I ran into a friend a little bit older. He's a UPS driver. The same thing, and he said, "The you yeah. know, I, uh, how's Eddie Scazzeri? I I learned about Eddie from you know it's the Eddie Scazzeri. Yeah, that, and that's what you get every yeah. time. The no Eddie Cranepool, yep. or something like that. So I met him. This guy Sal is a really good dude. Uh, my man Vinny met him at a barber shop the other day. Good guy. So it was a very interesting weekend. But in terms of the show. So Live was doing their 25th anniversary of, co- what is it, Throwing Copper? Throwing Copper, the album? Yeah. Now, let me ask you this, Bob. Who would you have thought would have been the headliner at that show? I was thinking that because I remember seeing Bush, oh, Bush yeah. to- the Toadies open for Bush years ago. Bush w- actually Bush was on before Live. live and the amount of people that left in between was staggering. And I thought the same thing. I was stunned when I was walking up. And we got there a little late because we were tailgating. When I heard Bush on stage first... I was absolutely blown away. And they were so much better than live. Great concert, though. And then I also felt bad. When you used to go to concerts, Red Solo Cups or did you use the cans? Cans. In the parking lot. Yeah. State troopers were arresting and handing out summons to the underage drinkers. It's a Jersey Mike's two-day Yankees box office blitz.